guys, it's Meg. I just want to let you guys know that this episode coming up is going to be in two parts. We didn't know that until after we recorded. So first you're going to hear part one, which kind of goes into the history of demonology and exorcisms themselves. We're going to touch on Father Amor a little bit, but episode two is going to be where we really get into the nitty gritty of what Father Amor is famous for and his exorcisms that we have recorded. Hey, Raina. Hi, Meg. How's it going? I mean, pretty good. This is going to be a wild one tonight because it is already 9 p.m. This is literal. <laughs> we are grandmas. This is my bedtime was uh, an hour and a half ago. Yep. But At least in bed? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So who knows what version you're about to get of Nobody us. knows. I don't even know. Nope. The it's old okay. lady version. Just kidding. We'll see. That's not a thing. I've got a joke for you. I've Love got it. two jokes for Love you. Love it. All right. Let's bring them on. Let's see if you can guess the... Wait, were these... You were Mr. Boo Boo. Oh, these were Mr. Boo Boo. Oh, okay. I texted him at work yesterday. I'm like, Boo Boo. Give me the jokes. I need this category and this category. (gasps) Okay, let's see if you can guess the theme of tonight's episode or what it is. Okay. I'm done dating demons. They're too possessive. (laughs) I mean, I think it's a demon episode. (gasps) Here's another one. I threw holy water at the demon and tried to banish it back to hell. My wife was furious and told me not to treat her mother like that. <laughs> Mr. Boo Boo, I'm about to tell my mom you said that. <gasps> oh. Uh oh. I'm gonna get you in trouble with my mom. Yeah. We See don't what happens. Get in trouble with your mom. Yeah, she's terrifying. Terrifying. She really is. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Lunatic Soup, the podcast where we go into all things wild, weird, and unknown. We're your host, Meg. And I'm Raina. Ready to brew up some Lunatic Soup? Let's go. It is, well, so late night, accidentally, we were socializing and then the and hours like just the slipped. Way. Yeah, the hours yeah. slipped accidentally, but we're not mad about it. No. This past weekend, we did end up going to one of our favorite <gasps> cider houses. It's such a good one. Had so much fun. And so we did get a couple new ciders that they mm-hmm. had on top. Um, and so we're about to bust one of those open. Fierce County Fierce. Cider, located in Puyallup, Washington. And we went this time, and they had a ton of new ciders on tap, like, which was... we hadn't been there since June, May, Yeah, June? I think it was June last yeah. time we went. Yeah. And um, so this one was probably our favorite that we had yeah. almost ever there, maybe ever. Their pumpkin one was pretty good. But I, I loved think... their pumpkin one. This one... Oh, also, we have a redemption cider coming up from... Re- from Fierce. Yeah, I remember the one time we had that um, habanero cider and we died. Like literally. Died. We had this to come back so we can give you a Fierce podcast. Fierce made a habanero one that is what it, that one we assumed would have tasted like. I was so scared. I didn't even get it in my flight. Mr. Boo Boo got it. Yeah, I like, didn't get it either because I was like, too Here, afraid. Try, try some. I'm like, I don't know. All I, don't I know. remember from the last one was fire coming out of my nose holes. Like my chest was burning. Yeah. It was. This time was exactly what a uh, well, habanero 
cider should have been where it was a hint of heat. But anyway, actually taste it. Yes, but for now, we are going to have the boysen apple cider. And I will tell you guys, this is so my favorite. Good. Also, look at the logo with the tree with the eyes I love on that. it. Does that not remind you of our It does because we <gasps> have our tree and there's eyes oh, on it. Where's the phone? I need a picture of this. Hang on, hold it up. I have the opener. I will do this is a bottle, guys, with a bottle opener, so nothing exciting with the ASMR. Anyways, alright, have a sip. We know what it tastes like. Oh, but it is oh, it is so good. It almost tastes like a natural sour slut. <laughs> no, it does. No, 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 but it does. But it does. It tastes like it could have like a hint of lime. It's like has this tartness to it, but I think that's the boysenberry. And yeah, it's boysenberry apple, essentially boysen apple. But this is a 10 out of 10. Yes. Recommend Fierce County Cider House. And it says, hi, but doesn't say that. It says hard cider crafted in the 253. So anybody who knows the 253, I mean, I'm from the F-dub, the 253. Um, I'm from the 802. Yeah, I'm sure you're a real gangster out there. No. I mean, not that I'm gangster at all, but, <laughs> but there are a lot of gangs at my school. <laughs> Anyways, um, but this cider is definitely one of the faves we've had. I know we ranked that cherry one in our top five. Oh, but I would say this is... This might push th that one out. This doesn't push that out for me, but this is a close... Like, I would put it right under the cherry one. Right under the cherry. Okay. For me personally. Okay. But... We're going to have to have a rating. You know what we should do? We should do where Mr. Boo Boo just goes and buys this random assortment and we don't see it and we have to rank it based like on... Like put it in a brown paper bag? Yeah. And we we rank rank it based on or, taste. Okay. Or we go through and say what we think are, were our favorite ciders. We get those and then we do the same thing. I think that's a great idea. So we already know that they're our favorites because I feel like Mr. Boo Boo choosing, he, he got the cider that blue fire out of our my nose holes so i don't trust so you're gonna say blue fire out of our buttholes <laughs> well god thank god that didn't happen but like it felt like it could have um this was straight up my nose holes but i don't trust i mean mr boo boo i know you're listening and i you love don't you trust your husband i trust my husband in a million ways but choosing ciders that are not gonna fuck us up is not one of them to be clear and so. and like mess us up in a way that it was just we we died yeah not, not like not drunken way no like uh, flavor wise like it was, that was it was an experience oh. to say the least so hopefully we have a redemption next week but for right now well we already know we have a redemption this is so good but i do think i think this should go in there i think um the tart cherry or the cherry mm -hmm. from bell uh the bellingham one think i personally would want an incline um, probably the half tea lemonade or the peach, which I'm guessing the peach is gone. I would prefer the half tea lemonade or my favorite from there is the blood orange. See, I, and I don't, don't like I like, I like it. I don't love it. Oh, I love the blood orange from yeah. Incline. We haven't done Incline in a while. Yeah. I feel like we did a lot of that this We did summer. it over the summer. Yeah. Like spring and summer. Yeah. But that's because yeah. it was easy access stuff. And then we went traveling and we both brought stuff from our travels. Yeah. So, and then we just went to Fierce. The other day. So yeah, we, because we, felt we needed like, a night out. We did. It was a good night out. It was a good they night out. They had a barbecue truck there. We <gasps> Neither of us were going to get any food. No, because I had just eaten, but then they had pulled pork mac and cheese. It, it was, like, it was how do you say loaded mac and cheese. How do you say no to that? It was out of this world. They're going to be there again. I might just go and get food from the food truck. Liar. 
Yeah, that was really a total. That was a lie. solid. You that you your face was so convincing for that, and I like almost believed you because I think I believed myself. I think you did too, but but mm, yeah. Wrong. Anyways, so what are we talking about today, Meg? Gabriel Amorth. Who the fuck is that? Gabriel Amorth is the Vatican's leading exorcist. You're telling me we're recording at 9 o'clock at night and you're giving me an exorcist story right now? Sure am. <laughs> oh, God damn it. All right, let's go. Gabriel Amorth was born on May 1st, 1925 in Modena, Emilia, Romagna, Italy. I just Love really it. wanted to say that. Italy. That's all it was. I mean, that was really impressive yeah. with all the pronunciations. Right? Right? I mean, I didn't do it with it in Italian. So, Gabriel Amorth was ordained a Roman Catholic priest in 1954. Okay? He was appointed an exorcist to the Diocese of Rome in 1986. Mm-hmm. He worked under Candido Amontini, Am- who was an exorcist for 36 years. He didn't want to be an exorcist. Oh. That was not the field he wanted to go into. He wanted to just, you know, go up... Go be, up the ladder be a as a priest, priest and then, and, I don't know what comes next. I'm not Catholic, but it goes up, right? I was about to say something very inappropriate. Probably. I'm just going to control We're my mouth. going to move on. Keep on moving. <laughs> Perfect. Um, in 1986, Candido and Montini reached out to him personally and said, I want, I'm getting older. I'm, my body is failing. I, I choose you. I want you to work under me. And take over. There had to have been something else that had gone on then for him to choose him. There had to have been. It didn't go into it, but... Yeah, but there had to have been something where he selected him. Yeah. Yeah. You would think. I mean, maybe it was just a spiritual sense. Yeah. Maybe he just Which, had, yeah, yeah, take personal... I think I put religion too much into it. So, I like, take that out and you think about prayer, which equals meditation, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And so maybe he did and that was what he got was he got him. Could be. Yeah. yeah. You know, I heard something just today that they were talking about, it was the podcast I was listening to, and they were talking about the book of Psalms mm-hmm. and how if you read the book of Psalms, it spells. Oh. Well, I had never thought of that before. Well, okay. Well, I don't, uh, so that's news to me too. Yeah. But I'm not surprised no. at all because everything goes back to like. Well, yeah. I mean, the original books of the Bible contained a lot of information that had to do with magic and mystics and it was all taken out and like uh-huh. I, I think it was the 300s yep. or something like that yeah. yeah and it had a lot of women involved in it too and then they a lot of women who held some sort of hierarchy power and in their hands remember we talked uh, about that yeah and it yeah. was all taken out shocker we're about to get it back I hope so I mean That'd I think so nice. we'll find out <laughs> Um, so this was 1986. He became an exorcist. <laughs> Did I just glaze past that? <laughs> you giggle like that sometimes <laughs> on the podcast. And so when I re-edit it, it always makes me laugh because you do this like in your throat chuckle where you're like, <laughs> like almost demonic fitting for our episode. Ah, I mean, it's just part almost of as good as our cackles part of who, oh my or our smokers cough <laughs> wheezing. There it is. You have like three laughs. Smoker cough wheezing, demonic guttural, guttural, and then uh, your witch's cackle. Yeah. You, you caught my witch's cackle uh-huh. when we were doing the TikTok and I was oh my face God. and you were Michael Myers. The best part. So you, you caught my cackle real, real well. 
with those personas, I'll be scrolling TikTok and my three-year-old will be laying down next to me and she'll see Michael Myers and she'll say, mommy's friend. Or she'll see Scream Face and she'll say, it's you, mom. Yeah, close <laughs> enough. It's us. But I, I mean, because I do the editing, so I like, you know, you, you, hear, you pick well, because I, I'll do, yeah, listen yeah. to a mo oh, like over and over. And so I've gotten your laughs down. I also too have a smoker's cough and a cackle. So we'll you find out. You just don't have the guttural demonic. I might. We just wheeze. don't know. No, it's not a wheeze. It's in your. It's in, it's in my gullet. Uh, in your gullet. Ooh. I don't even know what you're talking about. So now I'll have to try to listen. Well, I'll, I'll send you a clip. <laughs> All right. Was that it? No. No. Okay. It was close. All right. In 1990, Father Morse um, founded the International Association of Exorcists. Okay. So there wasn't an association before that. Okay. He retired in the year 2000 and eventually died in 2016 at the age of 91. Mm-hmm. Long life. Yes, very long life. Uh, he was also, with being an exorcist, he was a demonologist. This- like Zach? <laughs> My least favorite paranormal world singer. All of us. I think most people feel that way. He's, in case people don't know, he's from, what is it, Ghost Hunters? I don't even know the show. I'm not naming names. No, but it's this dumbass, yeah, I will. I don't fucking care. He can come after us. What is he going to do? Demon all just me? His I name mean, is Zach. Give us some, some, some airtime is what he's going to do. Yeah, perfect. Any, any press is good press. Um, <laughs> come at us, Zach. But he, but anybody in the paranormal world thinks he's a dumbass. I mean, like there is no respect. He no respect at all. He goes in there. He's like, "Come at me, bro!" Yeah, he's like trying to fight spirits who are just trying to like live their lives places. Like, yeah, bro, get out of here. Yeah, I, I, there's something about that nails on a chalkboard. Like, I cannot stand. And he like wears a dumb mask even before like COVID happened. He was wearing. He would go into places wearing masks and is like. He's just a moron. I um, I showed my husband. I'm like, this is what I'm going to be for Halloween. And she gave him my phone. They have Zach B. I don't know if we can say his name. Whatever. Zach Bagans. Why can't we I say his know. name? I don't know. I don't want to get in trouble. For what? Saying a person's name? You can't yeah. get in trouble for that. Okay. They have Zach Bagans costumes. And I thought it was hilarious. So you look like a giant douchebag. Pretty much. Oh, perfect. Okay. Pretty much. All right. Spike your hair. Anyways, continue. Demonologist. So what is a demonologist? It is the study of demons within a religious belief and myth can include study of theology, occultism, and religious doctrine. I went down some rabbit holes with this, man. You did text me and you said... I had to take this one in bite-sized pieces. I think, are we going to get to a part where we discuss how, well, we probably will about what we feel about demons. I want to continue yeah. this, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I still think I'm confused on how I feel about this. We've discussed this before on the podcast on like what I think is. Yeah. Well, we're going to go in a little bit like right now, what okay. demons are and like the hierarchy and classifications of demons, mm-hmm. because I want to give more of a picture on what Father Amorth believed he was dealing with. Okay. So, in a lot of faiths, it's believed that demons work within a hierarchy. Just like you have a Godhead, right? Mm-hmm. And you have angels, you have the Holy Spirit, Jesus, God. You know what I mean? Like, yes. there's, yeah, there's yeah. a hierarchy in most religions. Yep. Um, they may be non-human. Yeah. They may be separable souls. Or disincarnate spirits that once inhabited a body. 
So non-human as in they're just an entity. Right. Souls, um, separable souls means that they are souls that never received a body. Yes. And then, like, because, you know, there's the one-third of heaven that followed Satan, and so they never came to earth to receive a body. Hmm. Yeah, that's that's a thing. Got it. Yep. <laughs> there's a lot of this I'm not going to be able to speak on, but that's fine. <laughs> And then there's disincarnate spirits that once inhabited a body. Like, so evil, they became demons. In Mm. life. Okay. Got it? Got it. So it's not just Christianity that believes in demons, right? Mm -mm. Have you heard of an Islamic jinn? Yes, actually. I've heard of jinn. Okay, what is it? Like, jinn, it's, well, it's like a, it's like a different kind of demon, isn't it? Like a... It's a genie. Oh, a genie. Okay. I just know I've heard of it, like, in the... I guess, is it Muslim religion? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Islamic, yeah. Oh, Islamic, okay, well, yeah. yeah. So, uh, Jim, there's there's actually a really good podcast, I'll have to remember the name of it, um, but it's, uh, her name's Rabia, and she talks about the jinn and the myth of that, and all, mm-hmm. like, the history of it and all that. I saw a TikTok about it the other day, actually, which is yeah. probably the only reason I do know what it is, is because I saw something about, they were talking about jinn, and I had no idea what it was before that, so. Yeah, I actually met a man who claims that he was... Haunted by a djinn. Okay. Um, he was making a movie, writing a script um, about this, I don't know what you want to call this entity, who haunted a um, a statue. Yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm. And because it haunted this statue, it was kind of upset at how it was being treated. I'm paraphrasing here. Yeah. And because he was writing the script... And putting this entity in a bad light, the djinn got mad at him. Interesting. And it would take his keys and it would, like, scare people out of his home and things like that. And so once he rewrote the script... Then it stopped doing it. It was fine. Okay. Yeah, it just wanted... It wanted to be written in a more positive light. Okay. So, interesting. Okay. Yeah. So there's a belief that demons are part of the makeup of society and the world, right? Some believe that the appeal to the supernatural brings them in. Which, if that's the case, we screwed. We're double fucked. <laughs> which, I do have my own experience with that, though. Okay. Do you not remember this? With a demon? Well, with the medium. Oh. And she yeah. literally tapped into me. And I, I think you have feelings. I think on- that's how we met. It was how we got together with everything, but I went to the medium and she literally, I've said this story before, I go to them all the time Mm -hmm. to, or I used to, to connect with my dad, and I thought I was doing a standard, like, medium thing, and she gets on the phone, or on the Zoom call with me, and the second she gets on, she's like, you have a lot going on, and she was trying to understand why I had these attachments, and then... I told her I'd gone through a spiritual awakening and all this stuff. And she was like, okay, well, I just want to let you know I'm the only female exorcist in Washington and all this stuff. And then she gave me a safe word because she was like to repeat in case I got like possessed by whatever was in my house or attached to me. Wow. So that fucked me up because this. It's scary. It's scary to hear that. It's terrifying. And this Especially is a. Especially you just learning about this. 
And this is a medium who I have known so many people who have gone. I mean, to her. I know who you're talking about. Too, yeah. So. Oh, I mean, her name is Cass Huff, and yeah. you can like. That, I'm not. I'm not first, hiding it. Like that's how we I we can. To. And she yeah. said things about Meg that to she, me. Three years later or five years later? Yeah, she talked. She talked about Meg to me, not knowing that we were friends. She talked about the reading that I had yep. in 2017. Yeah. In her reading. But then not knowing that we knew each other. She also, my therapist had seen her and recommended her to me, as well as a bunch of friends from high school. And all the friends that I went like from high school who saw her had really like accurate readings with her. Mm-hmm. And I had a very accurate reading with her, I felt. So I find, I will say that a lot of what she has said to me so far has not proven accurate. Mm -hmm. Um, But I have also learned that not, that sometimes when they give you timeline things that it might be years further than what you're thinking it is. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yep. Um, But I also don't feel like she was like fucking with me, but also who knows? I don't know. Anyways, but she was the one, she like went through a whole thing with me on how to get like, she had me, like, visualize getting these things out of my house and, like, telling me to leave and go get on a bus outside of my house and all yeah, the things. And she was, she was visualization. fucked yeah. up about it. She, like, it was the amount that she seemed upset about it kind of scared the shit out of me. Yeah. I don't know. And so no she's one else, an actual exorcist? She's an, she is a, the one of, the only female exorcist in the state of Washington. Wow. And I, th- so then that messes me up because to me... That is a place of religion, not spirituality, but right. she's also a medium. So then I, it's one of those, we, we've talked about this slightly before, but I just kind of want to know like how it ties in. Yeah. Well, I, I think obviously we know this paganism was the original, like not the original, but it came before Christianity. Right. Right. So they draw things. Yeah. From paganism. Yeah. Like, most of our holidays have pagan bases. Yeah. So. I've just seen a lot of mediums that I trust talk about the fact that, like, if you actually, if you hear people saying that they're, like, something's making them do something, that it's not accurate. Mm-hmm. Other than, like, I do believe things can shift a mood, can shift a, like, whatever. Yeah. But, so I don't know. I have, like, mixed feelings on it. But then when she came out and said that to me, that, like, fucked me up. And I'll, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I have, I have my own beliefs. Yeah. I think... Do we just want to go into them right now? Yeah, let's just do it real fast. So, do I believe, uh, first of all, do I believe in the head demon, Satan or Lucifer or whatever you want? No, I do not. Yeah, I don't either. Yeah, I'm the devil. Um, I have my reasons why. I've studied the Bible. What is mentioned in there does not lead to the to the name Satan nor Lucifer from mm-hmm. what I have gathered, yeah. from what I have researched. I might get myself in trouble for saying that this is my opinion. I mean, but I feel like at this point, any listeners know these are our opinions. If yeah. you don't agree with us, that's fine. That's fine. fine. That's We're not totally offended. Like, fine. To each their own. Yes. You, yes. You do, you boo. Yeah. Like, that's, that's it. That's what that's it is. It. Do I believe in negative energy? Thousand percent. Yes. Do yeah. I come from it from a somewhat of a biological stance. Yes. So do you I. know, we're all made up of energy. We have atoms that that uh, vibrate at different rates. And if you're around something that vibrates at a lower rate than what you're vibrating at, it's going to feel negative. Negative it's as gonna fuck. Feel and it's going to affect your... So while we were talking about that, um, I got the willies. Yeah, both of us kind of did. I asked us to stop 
and asked us to cleanse and just do a protection around us. Yeah. So we did our little nice little protection circle. We got some crystal protective crystals out. Talk to our guides a little bit, which is what I love to do because I know my guides are there protecting me and us and all of us. But yeah, this kind of subject matter is definitely... um, It's a lot, but I really feel like it's important for us to talk about because we can't just talk about the light, fluffy stuff all the time. There's, you know, a shadow side to everything. Yeah. And I think it's important for us to not only discuss it, discuss the history of it so that people know yeah but also kind of get to a base of what our beliefs are and where we feel yeah. what resonates with us and it's not just it's yeah not just love and light all the time no and we'll go back to the story right now but i have more to say on it and like i will we'll talk a bit more about like what we believe yeah our feelings yeah. at the end even though we have discussed a fair bit just now yeah. but we'll we'll go back so let's get back to the yeah. story so what i was talking about was i believe in negative energy and negative vibrations mm-hmm. do i believe in what i'm going to go through next a hierarchy of literal demons no i don't yeah I do don't i either. do i believe in an actual devil no i do not me either i don't believe in heaven or hell either no do i believe in a higher power yes i do mm-hmm. do i believe in negative energy and negative influence yes i do mm-hmm. i personally feel that there were okay i have a really a band that i love mm-hmm. ghost their whole shtick is they it, it looks like a um Catholic Church, like the set and all that, and he comes out and he's the Pope and interesting. But it's kind of in a negative, like not in a negative, in an in, in an opposite of actual Catholicism, right? But I was I was listening to some interviews that some of the nameless ghouls had, and they're the musicians. Mm-hmm. And this little kid was asking him what he thought of you know different demons and Satan. And when he got to Satan, the nameless ghoul said. Let me tell you about what I think about the character of Satan. And it just, it hit me like, I thought that's perfect. The character. Yeah. Because to me, that's how I feel. It is a character. Agreed. In a a story, a parable, something to teach us some sort of lesson. Yep. It's something to terrify you with and make you... Compliant. Yep. So. Leave it at that. (laughs) I could go way deep (laughs) on that, but also... We could. Yep. So I just, I thought just that was like the government, but you know, yeah, I literally just saw that interview today. Yeah. So I thought that that was just interesting. It just mm-hmm. popped up. So, um, I'm going to butcher this name. Porphyry of Tyr. Um, he drew his beliefs from Plato as well as mm-hmm. early Christianity. Uh, he believed that demons were everywhere and they, that they, their worship was meant for pagans. And pagan gods, and it was directed, like, any pagan was directed toward demons. So pagan gods were demons. Right. And, you know, he drew his beliefs from Christianity, Mm -hmm. so it was the way to turn differing beliefs towards evil, right? Which we've seen that. We've seen that before. You mean, like, in current day? (laughs) I mean, that's time. Whoa, fuck. (laughs) So this is is my opinion. This is not something I, I... Read, but like I just said, how I believe that they're you know characters, demons are mythological beings, yep. like most things that we talk about. Some truths can create myths, yep. Um, and we have to decide for ourselves what those truths are exactly, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not just Christianity that has 
demons. We talked about the jinn in Islamic yeah. beliefs. There's Judaism has demons. Um, Buddhism does. Buddhism does. Yeah. Uh, Hinduism does. I think every religion has. Taoism does. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Um, it's, it's everywhere. Literally I mean, every religion, every religious belief. Has. I personally think that whether you are religious or not, there has to be a balance. A balance has to hang. There cannot be... Right, it has to Only be good. light and dark. The, there's light and dark in anything. And Any, so it makes sense. It's just, I think it just depends on what, how you define it and what you define it as. Right, like we do our Sabbath series and we often talk about the balance of light and dark. Yes. Good and bad, you know, yep. shadow side and your happy side. Exactly. And it's not that it's good or evil. It's different. Yeah. It's opposites. Yeah. It's that balance of, because we all, we're not all we're not all happy-go-lucky, right? No. And heading into the winter months, we are, in my beliefs, it's time to think about your shadow side. Think about your, maybe things you don't really want to think about it, and it's just to right. make yourself better. Yeah. Agreed. So you need both. Yes. <clears throat> there's a hierarchy of demons if there's different, there's different classifications. So there's the lantern of light classification, and the, the top one is Lucifer. And they go with different um, evils, mm-hmm. like like lust, pride, and oh yeah, yeah, okay. What, what are those? What are those called? I don't know. Yeah, whatever. So Lucifer is pride. Beelzebub is envy. Satan is wrath. Abaddon is sloth. Mammon is greed. Um, Belphegor is gluttony, and Osmodeus is lust. Why do all those names get me, like, sick to my stomach The heebie-jeebies. Yeah. Heebie-jeebies. Damn. And then you have Binfeld's classification, um, uh, Lucifer, Mammon, Osmodeus, Leviathan, Beelzebub, Satan, and Belphegor. Mm-hmm. And they, it's pride, greed, lust, envy, glut- gluttony, wrath, and sloth. Okay. So it's the sins, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I would Google it, but I'm scared. <clears throat> I just, while you're Googling that, seven I just... Seven deadly sins, right? Seven deadly sins, yeah. I just want to be clear on, like, well, it's not clear, but in my personal opinion, so, like, when you're going through all the names of these, like, well, just essentially, those are... Seven de- are those demons? Or is they're that the demons? devil? No, they're demons, but they represent... Different things. Those seven so deadly sins. So, when you see there are um, different... Or when you're seeing it like a ghost hunting or a investigations, and mm-hmm. they will have something that is evil, mm-hmm. and it will take on a name of one of those mm-hmm. entities. I don't think that that's something making it up. Mm-hmm. I think that's accurate. Mm-hmm. I think that anything that you give enough credence to, yes, anything that you put enough energy into, can manifest. Yeah, a thousand percent. Or, or and so I think. So I don't actually think that they are like straight out of hell they are at a lower vibration a vibration that none of us could even like get to even i mean maybe murderers can get there but even them i don't know pretty fucking low yeah it's a pretty low vibration and i just think that they are there and they live in that plane because we ourselves have given that given them the energy happen yeah we've given them the energy to be there and they've probably been around humans long enough that they, oh, well, they're going to latch on to this name, so uh-huh. let's go with that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also Spina's classification, and it talks about, you know, demons, incubus, succubus, familiars, druids, 
those types of things all are it's 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 all negative energy yeah that's that's what i believe but these are more from a religious standpoint yes okay so back to father amorth he had a lot of ideas surrounding right and wrong okay okay he kind of he would have hated us hated us we would have just told us we're just going straight to hell he he would have yeah and i said that's fine all my friends and family are going to be there so why not good company okay mm-hmm. i'm gonna reference back to that tiktok of the the super religious people telling us that we were going to go to hell yeah and yeah. then it cuts to the witches and dancing just, no it's it what it said what made me just cackle was us in hell showing satan our dancey dance yeah and we have to repost that like no we will it's thousand we'll, amazing. we'll do it on our tiktok we'll just do a repost yeah well it'll be there by the time this airs yeah, yeah. it's so good because truly like when religious people say you're going to hell, but it's like everyone mm-hmm. but their religion, mm-hmm. it is... Yeah. Mm. And, you know, if you disagree with what we're saying, that's fine. That's totally fine. I'm not saying that we like this stuff. I'm not saying that I'm just that saying we... that, like, one of us is open-minded and one of us is closed-minded. Yeah. And then I just... I don't know. Yeah, we're talking about it because it's out there. It's part of the world. It's part of society. It's part of everything. I so think that everyone can, it. when they die, go to a happy place and be together and be with their family that they choose to be with and be and right. learn a lesson from this life and all the things. And if you want to think that I'm going to be in hell um, with Satan, go for it. It's not go hurt for me. it. It doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't affect me. Yeah, yeah it, like it, it makes me sad for you that you think that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Oof. So, (laughs) Father Amorth often expressed that Stalin and Hitler were possessed by the devil, and which, okay, there was some evil going on there. I can't disagree with that. Do we know my theory on that, that I have heard from different people? I I feel like when I say it, you're going to remember this. Okay. I have been told by different, I've seen mediums and like spiritual healers and things throughout my life, and Mm -hmm. I have been told that people... Not people. Spirits, your your souls, sorry, souls, mm-hmm. choose a different life path based on the soul, and you have multiple lives, and some souls want to seek out what it feels like to be inherently evil. Interest. No, I don't think you've told me this Oh, we, I, we haven't talked about this? No. Okay, I have been told this by... Probably that is such an interesting three different perspective. So, like, some people were murderers in their past lives, and it could be amazing humans today. Your soul goes on a journey. The dark versus the light. Uh-huh. The balance. Of you good have and evil. to. And I got told this too when it was like I was feeling in a really dark place and not feeling good and like nothing bad. But they that was what they said is that you're you have to know what it feels like to live in a low vibration. My low vibration was just like basically depression, not like right. Anything, but they're saying that souls in general, like, they will seek out that, and some of them go on a journey. So, like, Hitler's soul may have been, like, a gigantic piece of shit in that life. Interesting. And then could go on to be Mother Teresa in the next life. Because I mean, they learned really a lesson. Because they were no, I know that. Time. I am aware. <laughs> Let me be clear. <laughs> and also, I don't think that's actually how it works. I think you actually, like, you learn your lessons, and then it's, like, baby steps. So, like, maybe yeah. Hitler in that life was that, and then the next life, they're just a single murderer. Not giving credence to Hitler at all. No. Because I, if there was a hell, he deserves to be there. Yes, I just don't think there is a hell. Um, and so I think that it is a feasible thing for a soul to choose your soul. Cho- you choose what your life path is, and they chose that they're, like, 
I'm going to go fuck some shit up. Interesting. That also plays in, like, if you think about a simulation in a little bit. Like, that life is a simulation. Oh, you're just talking about simulations. Yeah. Another really episode up. for another And that's, day. like, and I don't know that I fully believe that, but I also have been told that by a few people. So, but it's an interesting way to think of things. And yeah, it puts things into perspective a little bit. It does. Like, you've done some fucked up things in another lifetime, but you learned that lesson in, in this lifetime. You did not. Or you learned that. So you're, yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Go with this Okay, story. I gotta keep going. <laughs> now, Father Morth also believed things like yoga was evil. Yeah. Because it was part of an Eastern religious practice. Right. So some things I'm like, okay, okay, Father, I, I understand. Mm-hmm. Some things I'm like, nope, you lost me. Yeah. You lost me with that one. Um, he claimed to see patients possessed by the devil levitate, have extreme strength, spit, sometimes they spit nails, mm-hmm. and voice changes. Okay. So all these things are pretty classic when you think of a exorcism or a possession. Like, that's kind of what you think of, right? I do struggle with this from the standpoint of, I don't believe it's real, mm-hmm. but then so many stories have come out about it mm-hmm. to where it's similar to, like, the cryptids. Yeah, to where enough things have come out where it's like, how is it not mm-hmm. real? Anyways, well, there's we're gonna go into like more of a medical okay standpoint okay. of All it right. because what's interesting is now the Catholic Church their first first action is to bring in psychologists and psychiatrists well, and neurologists yeah, and okay. things like that. And okay. I don't, I, it wasn't always like that. Well, of course not. But, but now, like, they understand that there is mental illness out there. And they yes. understand that they have to rule all of that out first before they proceed with the more supernatural. And they call it the supernatural side of things. Yo, yeah, they so, acknowledge the supernatural yeah. side. Which yeah, is, 100%. You know. Yeah. Um, one exorcism that Father Morth um, did was for an 11-year-old girl. Um, Morth stated that he watched four men tried to hold her down because the strength that overtook her. Yeah, so that's interesting. Um, he stated that he performed over 100,000 exorcisms in his career. Now, mind you, his career lasted from 1986 until the year 2000. He did do some after that, after he retired from doing exorcisms, as we will see we're going to talk about one of them, but the majority of them were in a 14-year span. That's really not a lot of time for 100,000. That's 100, insane. Yeah. So there is some that say that some of them were just prayers, that he just prayed on people and he called that an exorcism. Okay? So mm-hmm. if you do that, if you say that, you could really rack them up fast. He stated that um, probably only about 10% of those who came to him were legit exorcisms. Were legit possessions. Sorry. Okay. Were legitimate possessions. Um, so one thing that was with Father Amorth, he was very open about how sometimes, like I said before, a single prayer was an exorcism. Okay. But then there were other people that had more drawn out events. Some were like in the numbering in the thousands that they needed multiple interactions to get this entity out of the person. Okay. Um, in an interview with Vatican Radio, Amorth said exorcism was needed, quote, because things happen that reason cannot explain, but which the Bible, on the other hand, expounds. So things happen that you can't explain, but the Bible can. Mm-hmm. Um, though his more rational fellow believers may wish to ignore them, the New Testament contains more than 20 references to Jesus casting out spirits. An exorcism has been established 
through, though diminished, um, not just in Catholicism, but in other Christian faiths as well. Mm-hmm. Like Cass Huff. She's not Catholic as no. far as we know. I mean, she was probably raised it, but yeah, yeah she experienced, I think she experienced enough things where, mm-hmm. or maybe she was raised Catholic and then went on that. I know it's really good. We have switched it up to another Fierce County one. That's not on. It is not even. You can buy it right now. It's from the summertime. It was a yeah. hazy raspberry. So delightful. Good. So good. Boysenberry is better. No, thousand percent better. But, but the hazy so raspberry was really yeah. good. Yeah. Um, when Father Morris was asked if he was ever scared, he said, "Never. I have faith. I laugh at the demon and say to him, I've got the Madonna on my side. I am called Gabriel. Go fight the Archangel Gabriel, if you will. That usually shuts them up." Wow. So he had he had some humor mm-hmm. to him. Um, I have to go down to this other quote that I found really fine. Really, I feel funny. like that is like the best way to deal with that kind of stuff too. Is like the these entities that take on this angry like yeah. thing. If you are angry back towards them, they're going to feed into that. Like who would go into a haunted location and be angry back at them? Zach. Yeah, it would be Zach. Piece of shit. Another thing that I thought was funny, that Father Amorth was also, asked, again, another time asked if he was afraid of the devil, and he said, I'm not afraid of the devil. I'm uglier than he is. <laughs> so he was, he was quite... He may have been our vibe. Yeah, he may have, I mean, he would, like I said, he would have hated us. Thousand percent. But. But. If he didn't know. He was sassy. He, he was a bit sassy I with mean, the entities. Catholic priests drink, right? Yeah, wine. Yeah, so maybe we could have slipped his mouth cider and it would have been fine. Yeah, he would have been fine with some soup. (laughs) He would have loved the soup. (laughs) So what is an exorcism? I mean, when you throw holy water and say the power of Christ compels you. Not quite. Oh, okay. Not quite. Similar. Wrong-o. I've watched The Exorcist too many times. (laughs) And then someone's head spins around and they vomit. Yep, that's it. That's it. I did it. You know, it's interesting. When I was researching this, a lot of things said, when you watch those movies Mm -hmm. about the priests being, you know, giving, performing exorcisms, a lot of times the priests show fear. And in real life, they don't show fear. Like Father Mm -hmm. Morth here, he makes jokes about it. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if they did at one point and they just kind of become numb to it or what it is, but the fear that is portrayed in the movies is one thing that I read was it's not accurate how it actually is. I think it you could you would put it on par not the same with like going to seek out spirits. Mhm. Well, we've never done that. Never. To where you know that they cannot actually physically harm you. Right. I mean, although I feel like people do feel like Demons can, but wait I know you're just get, so wait till so we confident. get to our poltergeist episode. Well, yeah, that's I don't know. Oh God. That's, <laughs> there's so many things. I we need to get a medium on here, stat who like understands all this. We do. You're on it. Yeah, I'll get on it. Okay, get I'm on gonna it. work on it. That fuck. would actually be that would actually be a good thing to have. I I know, and we have a couple in mind that would actually. Totally I know, and I'm just like because so much of it confuses me, but also like I'm not opposed to it. But then you see shit, and you're like, God damn it. I don't know. Whatever. Anyways. Moving on. Okay. So, it is the religious spiritual practice of evicting demons, jinn, or other malevolent... Malevolent. Malevolent spiritual entities from a person or area that is believed to be possessed. Okay. 
That was a meteorological instant right there. It was a thousand percent, except for I I could say the word. You could say it. I could say it that time. I couldn't. It's fine. Pseudonym. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to go, have you seen the TikTok going around that is like, there, what's the one word that you mispronounced one time that haunted you forever and Justin Timberlake comes on? Me. And he says me. <laughs> From the, it's gonna, gonna be me. <laughs> I was like, but I'm gonna find it and I'm gonna, I'm gonna do, like, stitch it with your pseudonym. I gotta find <laughs> what episode that was on because, just for fun. Just, just to embarrass you on the I interwebs. I still feel like an idiot girl when I know the word, you Well, guys. I know you know the word, which it was, was made it even better because I know you know the word because the second we figured it out, you were like... <laughs> <sighs> I mean, I I put it to... Uh, you, had, you had the soup brain. I don't think that was a real bad soup night, though. Okay, well, just... I'm giving you an out, Megan. Just saying I had the... Megan? Yeah, I know. God. I have to call you Megan when you're being inappropriate. That's being being inappropriate? Yeah, you weren't acknowledging that I was trying to give you an out for the stupidity. (laughs) (laughs) I looked at her. Oh, my God. I looked at her thinking that she said it like that on purpose. (laughs) Meant to say stupidity. I don't know what came out of my mouth. That'll go up on the It literally it. came out of my mouth and I was like, what did I just say? <gasps> that was literally karma biting me in the ass right there for making fun of you. I made fun of you. And then my my brain or someone else was like, oh, you want to make fun of her for mispronouncing shit? <laughs> Let's fuck you up. And it did. <laughs> I looked at your face. Because <laughs> I caught myself off guard with that one. I'm crying. Like, because I'm typically not the one spewing out intelligent v- verbiage anyways on that one. Was stupid. <laughs> stupidity, but I said stupidity. It's making my abs hurt. <laughs> it's a workout. Everything's a workout. Okay. That got me. William Friedkin, director of The Exorcist, which is a movie in 1973, ever heard of it? I think we referenced it earlier. Probably. Mm-hmm. It was originally a book by William Peter Blatty from uh, 1971. Okay. And Friedkin decided to make a documentary on Father Amore because while he made the movie The Exorcist, he had never seen one and didn't really go into it that much. Okay. Because when, re- when you watch the movie The Exorcist, it's not, it's not really what happens. Okay. So, okay, so their heads don't spin around with vomit everywhere? No. Oh, dang it. And I don't think they turn all green and scaly either. Oh, you never know. I mean, maybe. Friedkin decided to make a documentary on Father Amore in the mid-2000s. Um, it came out in 2017, so it came out after he had died, mm-hmm. but he had gotten a lot of info before that happened. It was called The Devil and Father Amorth. Okay. So I actually watched this. You can watch it on, is it Tubi? I think it is, that free... Mm-hmm. That free website thing. You watched the whole thing? I watched the whole thing. It was wild. It should was, I watch it? I think you should. Okay. It's not scary. Okay. A lot of it is kind of a little unbelievable, okay. to be quite honest. Okay. Um, 
but yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. Um, my husband went to school initially for audio engineering. And so we'll, we'll, we'll talk about, Mm -hmm. I had him watch a few pieces of it to be like, "Eh." is it? Yeah. Eh. Yeah. Yeah. The documentary features an Italian woman said to be possessed by demons and is going to get her ninth exorcism with Father Amor. Okay. Sounds like she has an addiction. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So first, before this, we meet a brother and sister, and the sister said that she's possessed. She could not enter into any religious buildings. Her personality changed, etc. The brother brought her to Father Amor. And during the exorcism, she was said to have great strength. Four men couldn't hold her down. Again, with the four men. <clears throat> this woman was also said to jump out of her chair and sliver around the floor. This is a snake. A slither snake. Interesting. All right. I feel like our friend from up the road should have been here for that. She does a really good impression of that snake. The snake? That YouTube thing? She was here when we were on that ride. Yeah, anywho. Yeah. Um, she would talk in other languages, her belly would be swollen, and her f- whole physical features would, would change. Okay. Now, that is something that people can do. Um, Lon Chaney was an actor. I knew way yeah. back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. was... He the was, Dracula or one no, of the... he was not Dracula. But he was... He was the Phantom of the Opera. Okay, yes. Thank he you. was the Phantom of the Opera. And he was said to be able to, like, you would look at him and he would literally change his facial features. It took eight rounds of exorcisms. Um, the first were said to be intense, and then they lessen over time. My question is, how do you know when one is done? Like, who says it? Does the person who believes they are possessed says it? I would assume so. I would no. I would assume it's the person who believes they're possessed starts acting like different themselves again. Do they say they're fine? Like, I I mean, I would assume that that is that, but I don't know. Um, in the film, they go through a few people that have worked with Father Amorth, um, the main being a woman by the name of Christina. Christina believes that she is possessed by many demons, and she says her personality regularly changes. All right, so we're going to cut it there, because we got a lot of wild stuff coming on in part two. Yeah, this ended up being a two-parter like we said before, um, but we decided that's the best spot to end it at, and uh, let you guys wait until Sunday for the remainder of Father Amorth and what happens with Christina. Buckle up. It's going to be a wild ride. I know. It's a good time. Anyways, um, make sure you check us out on all of our social medias, Lunatic Soup Podcast and LunaticSoupPodcast.com. Make sure you get yourself some Lunatic Soup because it is the month of October, which it means... It is Cider Month. Cider Month. Uh, go show us some love on the TikTok because we're working our butts off over there, so any likes and shares are greatly appreciated. And I think you're going to like our TikTok. We're pretty psyched about it. Yeah. So go say hi to us over there, and um, we will see you in a few days. Uh, Have a good night. Have a good night. Bye. Bye.